Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. And I'm Tammy. And we are joined by a very special guest this week. We were meant to have two, um, but Robin could not return to the podcast as he had other things to do. I'm calling you out, Robin. Um, but we might be doing us for another future episode, maybe. Um, but instead, we have a very special returning guest, Elizabeth. Yay! Hello! Hello! Thank you for having me again. Not You're instead. Welcome. Elizabeth was supposed to be on this episode, and she actually showed up. So... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not instead of. Nope. No, did I say instead of? I'm sorry. You said instead. I apologize for <laughs> I have to remind our listeners that when we record, it's very late in England, so I'm always I'm always a bit sleepy. So Tammy is here to make sure I speak the English well. Mm, you should not rely on me for that, but okay. <laughs> um, Elizabeth, I have to ask you: Have yes. you uh, seen all of the Punisher, or are you just watching along with us? I watched all of them. <gasps> it took me till I didn't actually start watching these until Saturday, and I finished it Sunday oh, wow. night. But wow! Um, but did uh, you find yeah. that like because like I I don't know if you have it where the other series you would watch through like the whole lot in one go. Did you I find always had that... to take a break? I, oh, I couldn't okay. go all the way through like you did. Um, I think the longest run I did of any of was the first Daredevil, and I made it through like eight of them in a row and then I had to go to bed <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah all the other ones I've done it over like two days or three days that's see that's what I need to do maybe for Jessica Jones I found I, I like Punisher was the first one I just couldn't watch the whole lot in one go not because I wasn't enjoying it it's just because it was emotionally it's training <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was too intense yeah yeah like a lot of the stuff I was just like I can't I can't watch this poor guy be upset about his dead wife for 13 hours. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, okay, so I have some news. As I mentioned to Elizabeth before we were recorded, uh, I have two bits of news. One isn't that exciting. Um, it's just that Vincent D'Onofrio has done an interview where he said that season three of Dead was going to be awesome, but he can't say anything about it. So, Which is a spoiler just in the fact that he's taking an interview about season three. Well, yeah, um, but I'm <laughs> glad he's going to be back in it because he's awesome. And I'm so excited. But uh, an even bigger bit of news I completely forgot to mention last week, and I'm going to blame it on me uh, recovering from being ill, is that the Jessica Jones <laughs> season two trailer was released. I completely forgot to mention this last yeah. week. And we have a release date, which is the 8th of March, if I remember right. Uh, Tammy, have you watched this trailer? Um, Yeah, but it I probably watched it like a couple weeks ago. Bad Tammy. Bad Tammy. Naughty. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, if, I, if I didn't, rem- if I don't remember it from two weeks ago, I'm not going to remember it in March. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be gone. You're going to yeah, be like, I completely forgot that was a good season two. Um, what did you guys think of the trailer? I'm, I'm assuming you've seen it as well, Elizabeth. Yeah, I did. Um, I was excited at the time, but I don't really remember anything that was on at this point. <laughs> I can't remember that much either. I think one of the the only bits I remember was I was because I don't even think we saw any new characters or anything. We saw Trish, um, yeah. but I like the fact that there was a bit in it where someone there was like a painting in a van, and when the person ripped the paper that off that was covering the painting, it was a one of the original um, covers oh. of the Alias comic, which was yes, yes. Um, 
by David Mack, the artist. So that was cool that they're featuring like the actual artwork from the comics. It's quite meta. Um, I really like that. Yeah. I thought that was Now that cool. you mentioned it, I think I had actually commented on that on the, on the <laughs> Yeah. But that's the only thing I remember. I don't remember anything else about it. Um, so, yeah. But I'm so excited that's coming out. I oh, can't wait. And it's all female directors as well, which is very cool. Yep. Uh, so that's our news for this week, guys. Not that much, I'm afraid. Um, this week we are discussing episodes eight and nine of The Punisher Season 1. Episode eight is Cold Steel, written by Felicia D. Henderson and directed by Antonio Campus. And synopsis is Russo opens up to Madani about his past. Sarah shares her concerns about her son with Frank and a decoy operation takes a turn. Doesn't it, Tammy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, so yes it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and episode nine is Front Toward Enemy, um, written by Angela Lamana and directed by returning director Mark Jobs. And synopsis is following a deadly explosion, Karen lands in a bomber's crosshairs and Frank isn't happy about it. Meanwhile, Curtis makes a grisly discovery. Um, yeah. so, as, <laughs> so as always, we will go through character by character. Um, but I thought in honour of uh, Tammy, oh. we oh. would talk about a little prediction that Tammy made in, what, episode two, I think? I think, <laughs> I think that it might have even been the first episode, yeah. <laughs> it might have even been the first episode where um, co-host Tammy Tam said... Hmm, this character Sam Stein, I don't think he'll make it to episode nine. <laughs> and then episode eight, he, he gets killed. <laughs> I'm going to give you a round of applause, Tammy. <laughs> and you very excitedly messaged me, Tammy, didn't you? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I don't actually get predictions right a lot, so I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> You also predicted that um, Billy Russo was too pretty to be a good guy, so... Well, yeah, but I feel like they, they made that kind of obvious. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. don't think that that was, <laughs> that was anything <laughs> that they were trying to hide, necessarily. <laughs> so, shall we talk about Madani and Sam first? Sure. This week. Um, why not? So, poor Sam. Poor Sam. <laughs> he was so I know, I was the date. only one excited he died, but it was only because of my prediction. <laughs> Well, I suspected he was either going to be evil or get killed off. There was no yeah, in-between yeah, on that. No. And the poor guy, I was glad it turned out that he wasn't evil. Yeah. I think if they made him evil, it would be too close to, like, Misty and Scarf, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, in Luke Cage. So, I'm, yeah, I'm glad they went this way, but it, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel bad. But his death is so brutal. It's oh, my God. I mean, there's not really any scenes with him before the kind of there's not really any major scenes with him before the actual operation um so we can probably just talk about that but i mean he's a bit of a badass well, in that yeah, operation I'm, I'm surprised, i know like, he and madani were like all up in the fray like why don't they ha why didn't i don't know why she didn't like have other people kind of doing this legwork and her being like in microphones or something like in their ear mm. telling them what to do i was really surprised to see both especially Madani, like, out there shooting up people. Because she could have been she's, killed as well. She's quite rash. I mean, yeah. she's 
you know, she gets called on it. She does kind of mess up. And I, I like that about her as a character. But maybe that was it. I mean, it was, you know, like she says, it was, um, this could end her career. Yeah. Yeah. But um, her and Sam are smart when they set it up with, um, you know, giving the, the putting the um, the fake operation yeah. on the system and then actually doing the uh, the real operation as eyes only as just a physical copy. Because then yeah. they like try it because it was never about catching Frank. It's only about um, finding out who these guys are that have bugged the office. I thought that was really smart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but poor Sam. And he realizes who it is that kills oh, yeah. him. Before he dies, and he is unable he to tell Darnie. Oh. Say it, I know. Oh. And, and then later on, when she's saying that uh, he had this surprised look on his face, and I was like, "That's because he was trying to tell you yes. with that guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I was like, exactly. "Mouth the words." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so sad, and I, oh, I feel so bad for Sam. He was so happy. He was going on his dates. <laughs> Well, he wasn't going on his dates, though. That was the problem. But he was, was going working. to, because Madani told him to get a life. I know. I know. On his dates. That was kind of his yeah. death nail, though, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Where she's just like, maybe this isn't the job for you. And, uh, dun, 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 dun. and then you saw the Grim Reaper appear behind him. And, like, <laughs> yeah. get a finger and gestured Sam and be like, come over here. <laughs> come here, Sam. No. That's like any character in a movie or a TV show that says, we have so much to live for. And then you know with <laughs> Five minutes, they're going to get killed off. Well, like we've said, like me and Tammy have said before, as we call it, it's the monkey shines factor where you have the film Monkey Shines where the main character is running at the start and he's just like, I love my legs. Look how active I am. I love life. I love jogging. Oh, I love swinging my arms around. Oh, no, I've been hit by a car now. I'm a quadriplegic. Oh, (laughs) it's like that's why we always call it the monkey shines factor because five minutes in. Because as soon as you see a character loving life or loving their marriage or whatever, you're like, well, that's going to end. Yeah. To me, yeah. it's um, the City of Angels thing. Because oh, City of yeah. Angels, uh, when they finally get together and she's like, we have our whole lives to look forward to. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Next you know, she's on a bike getting hit by a truck. Exactly. Oh. It's so, it is funny. It's such a trope in stuff that it, it does make me laugh a lot. You know, it's even in like, I mean, the film I saw today, Greatest Showman and no spoilers for it was very tropey. So, you know, as soon as the character's like, oh, everything's great. You're like, not for long, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, anyway, so let's uh, let's go through sort of Madani because she has a lot more to do in these episodes. And the yeah. first time we see Madani is uh, having sex in the shower with Billy. Yeah. Go on, Tammy. So that <laughs> immediate, my first note for Madani is, I'm done with these two already. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> now, why? Why is this, Tammy? Is it because you would like, you wish you were having sex with either of them? <laughs> no, like it just, it's boring to me. Like it's just boring. And uh, to me, the the part where he she calls him to clean her up later, and she's like in the bath, and he's just cleaning her. And they're not uh, doing anything sexual. Like, that was a hell of a lot more interesting than a sex scene. That it was so creepy, though. It was. Mm, he yeah. caused all that blood. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, when Billy was lying, lying in bed in this first scene, sorry, this is a, a, a Billy thing, but I'm just going to mention it. I, I, For a while in this scene, I thought he was wearing, like, 
temple garment, like Mormon pants. And I was like, what? And then I realized, it took me a while to realize he just had a towel wrapped around him lying in bed. He looked like he had like giant Mormon underpants on. And I was like, well, that's an interesting choice for the character. <laughs> and then I was like, did they ever mention that he was Mormon? I was really like questioning wow, myself. <laughs> I know, right? Very tired, guys. Going to remind you. <laughs> um, but this scene is is quite cute because they talk about like their scars and stuff, you know, that they have. Yeah. You know, they're, they're bonding. It's quite sweet. He tells her about her chi- his childhood and stuff, which is super creepy, but we'll get into that when you're oh, talking about Oh, we'll it. get into his... Oh, oh, it's horrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, most of her other stuff is in the, in the first episode is with this operation. Yeah. And kind of taking charge of that. But I do think she's really clever for coming up with that plan, you know, to, to do the, the fake um, operation. But, I mean, she has, like Raffi tells her in the second episode... She's kind of screwed herself over by doing that. Yeah, I mean, she not only screwed herself, but she put so many lives at risk yeah. by not, you know, letting people know, like, or at least Rafi, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who but can, not can have we tr- been I mean, involved. Yeah, yeah, and she can trust Rafi, you know. Yeah, he's a good guy. Well, he seems to be a good guy. He seems it. Um, but I instead, she called the. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to just say, I, I really like the first scene that we see her in um, in the next episode with her mom. So, Oh, I love her mom yeah. so much. Oh, and her mom makes her cinnamon so... coffee. Mm. I know. I was like, mmm. Sounds <laughs> really that nice. That spice shop we like. Yeah. I've never had cinnamon coffee. I don't know, but doesn't it sound good? <laughs> she offers her cinnamon coffee, and then she's like, hey, do you want me to write you your prescription? And I was like... Yeah. Yeah, that I thought was a little weird, but I liked the verbal support and making her talk about what happened and sort of talking around the subject. Yeah, you can tell the mom's a psychiatrist. (laughs) I love, I love that in the um, actual operation, you know, it went wrong and stuff. You've got like again, like I said last week, I love it when the audience knows stuff that the characters don't know. So we obviously know that it's Billy. Billy knows that Madani's there, but Madani doesn't know, and she's like running after Billy. Yeah, and then it just it is such a a gut punch. Then when obviously she's holding Sam and he he dies, and then we get that last shot of him of Billy like washing her in the bath, yeah. and it's she's so in shock and she's shaking, and it's just like oh, yeah, she, oh, did, oh. she did really yeah. good in that scene. Yeah, yeah. She was really yeah. Good. she's great. I think she's she's brilliant. Yeah, she was completely in her head in that one, and mm-hmm. you could see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get the whole thing about um, Sam's mum wanting her to speak at the funeral. Yeah. And I like yeah. that she's really, like, questioning it, you know. And because, yeah, I mean, like she says, she can't, what's she going to do? Like, say he died doing what he loved, but he didn't. And she can't say the truth. Yeah. Um, now, my question here was, how long has it been? Because they make it sound like it was been a couple of days, but they didn't really clarify. I guess it was a couple of days. Yeah. I mean, I... I can't. I mean, I, it was. It wouldn't have been any longer. I would think than like two days, maybe two or yeah. three days. Well, yeah. I judge. I judge time in this show by Frank Hairwatch, as in how much has <laughs> <is> his hair grown. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, think, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go. Because uh, then the boss shows up, and and um, the mom's trying to protect her and stuff, and, and I was just like, uh don't make him be dirty too. Yeah. <laughs> have her have someone she can actually rely on. 
He's ugly Betty's dad. He can't be dirty. Except that's the way I see it, too. Every time I see him, I'm like, he's ugly Betty's dad. He can't be mean. Aww. He can't be bad. I know. But Prince Caspian is bad, so who knows? <laughs> Prince Caspian is always bad. <laughs> in everything he's been in, apart from Prince Caspian and uh, uh, Stardust. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yeah. yeah, I do. I, um, I do like that he gives her shit though, not just for the fact that she like kind of went behind his back and had this plan, but also that because of that, Sam died. A lot of it sounded like maybe other people were injured or just not in oh, or whatever. Because yeah. Yeah. he he says, you know, you left the office unprepared for the bombings, and so mm-hmm. he lays a lot on her. That's not just <laughs> the one mission that she did on her own. And she still won't name the target. Yeah. 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 And, and, but he, you know, he more... had to do that, though. Yeah. He, he seemed more annoyed about the fact that she had done this whole um, putting the fake information out there and stuff like that. But I don't see how she could have done anything else. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think because he had been going to her for so long before that, that, you know, I, I think he's it seems like he's also hurt. You know, that she's not yeah. trusting him. Because it it seems like he's known her, like, forever since, you know, she yeah. started. So, yeah. And he, he was mentored her, mentor. her. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like a father figure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're right, Claire, because if we, if one, if slash one, we meet Madonna's dad, it's going to be weird because I see him more as her father. <laughs> so, well, that's why when I watched it the first time, I assumed. I don't know if you did, Elizabeth. I just assumed Madani only had a mum, so that when so that when her dad showed up, I was like, "Who's this dude?" <laughs> I, uh, I was, she was like, "Oh, she has a father." Oh, cool. Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> what a nice change. Yeah. Um, I like that later on in the second episode when Billy visits her, she uh, wants sex, and he mm-hmm. says no. Yeah. I like that she wants sex. I was saying to Elizabeth before we recorded, I like, like I said last week, I like that she's written as a, she's mm-hmm. a woman who enjoys sex. Yeah. I think it's really refreshing. And she wants sex. It's going to make her feel better. And I think that's um, very honest. You know, I yeah. I like the honesty in the um, in the way the character's written. I mean, the, both of these episodes were, were female writers. So maybe that's something to do with it. But oh, I yeah, thought that was, that was really cool. Um you know, and this is when she tells Billy that she used Frank's name as bait and her career is basically over. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Billy wasn't a bad Billy, I think he would have had more of a reaction to this because she's saying that she used his dead best friend because she she doesn't know that he knows that Frank's alive. Correct. So you would think that he would react more to this and be like, look, why can't you leave... Frank's memory alone, you know, like he said to her before, but he doesn't really react. So I would be a bit like, hmm, suspicious. Well, it's also suspicious when he's like, uh, there's something about where he's saying, well, they weren't there, um, meaning the people that were judging her, and she's like, well, neither were you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, not necessarily. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, yeah. But she has like quite a. I, I like I, I like her in these two episodes because there's quite a lot going on with her, obviously, um, because she then like decides she's just going to tell the truth at the funeral, no matter what, even if it ends her career, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And the mom was like, "Are you sure you want to burn your bridges?" <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because I think she is quite quite rash, you know, Madani, and I I kind of agree with what um, is it? Uh, I think it is her mum that says it, where she's like, maybe you want to burn your bridges because you don't want to go back. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that could be it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't always think before she does stuff. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> um, what did you think, Tammy, when Micro just sits at the bar at the end? I love it. Uh, I mean, but apart I... from her, it should be um, being Josie's that they're sitting in, obviously. Yeah, really, obviously. Um, yeah, no, I, I liked it. I could tell, obviously, they set it up earlier that he was definitely going to go to Madani, but um, yeah. I like that he he used his skills to find her and know where she was at and just go sit at that bar and just kind of wait for her, you know? And just, be a creep. Yeah. Yeah, be a creep like he is. It is sort of surprising that he tracked her down, though, because she was lurking there on the way to the funeral, I yeah. thought. So. Yeah. How do you figure out which specific bar she... Well, first, uh, that she was going to hang out at a bar instead of going to the funeral. And then that specific bar. He's maybe really he tracked her phone or something. <laughs> He's, he is really I mean, good. He, he found Frank by, like, watching the gate in his walk. So, I, I don't know. He's <laughs> yeah, he's got his, his gate program. Yeah, he's pretty incredible. I don't know how he does stuff. Yeah. I just say it's magic and... He's a wizard. <laughs> it was an interesting. It was an interesting conversation that they had anyway, because he was just like, uh, "I hope I'm right, and that you're not actually a bad guy." And he's yeah. just like, "Ask ah, you, I'm having yeah, a yeah. bad day. Leave me alone." Yeah, literally, she's like, "Seriously, you don't know what a bad day I've had." <laughs> like, it's yeah, you know, I was covered in my my partner's blood, and yeah. now this guy's turned up. But I mean, you know, he has got all the answers, and it it makes sense that they would go to her. Yeah, because that is the best way they're going to catch Rawlins. They've got his name. They've got Frank as a witness. The only thing, the reason they're not doing it is because Frank insists on killing Rawlins. Yeah, and it's like, no, Frank, this would be a much better plan. But the she had received that information before and hadn't had lost it, and that was why all sorts of of uh, trouble happened. So I could see That's why true. someone would be hesitant to trust her again. Yeah, not that it was her fault, but they never really explained what happened and how she lost that. that yeah, they never go into it, do they? It just magically got on the wrong person's desk or something. I don't know, but she knew about it because she recognized him. She's like, "Oh, you're the one who gave me that disc that went missing before that yeah. I can't find now." Yeah, it's weird because also like Frank knows that Madani and Russo are sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think that Frank might be more suspicious of Billy because of that. I don't know. No, I think he's blinded he by that, family, I guess. But Yeah, you know. yeah. I think he thinks that Billy, that it's probably a good thing Billy's sleeping with her because then he can keep an eye on her. Yeah, and true. And let him know if anything is coming up. Yeah, that's true. Um, we find out that, you know, Frank is devoted not only to Billy as his extra family, but also another lady in his life. Yes. Don't we? And we have things to say about that. <laughs> yeah. I imagine Tammy does. I know you do, Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk about Frank. Um, obviously, main character. We should talk about him. So, obviously, Micro has managed to find who Rawlings is and has the info on him, and is kind of freaking out that um, 
because they found Rawlings, maybe that means that the CIA are onto them as well. But Frank reassures him. And then the cameras all, uh, all go down in Micro's house, so Micro sends Frank there. That made me wonder whether he had set the cameras up ahead of time or if he snuck in the house after they thought he was dead. We, st- we still don't know, right? No, we like, don't know. Yeah, they never said. But I was thinking, um, because the cameras have gone down, obviously, because she's unplugged the router, yeah. then yeah. Micro is using their Wi-Fi, obviously, because he'd have the Wi-Fi passport, for all yeah. this stuff that he's doing. I was thinking, wouldn't Sarah be like, huh, our internet bills are really high. Not if he's been <laughs> doing it the whole- Well, yeah, but if, if say he paid them before. True. And sh- this is, you know, and and then he's been using them since, so she wouldn't know the difference. Mm, they must have, like, unlimited broadband or something. Because <laughs> he's got, like, all the computers going at once. <laughs> so, well, I, what- I don't think his secret, uh, his secret lair is hooked up to their Wi-Fi. I think no, not their home Wi-Fi, no. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> what is this really big bill? That's what I was thinking. I was like, like, you look and really this warehouse is behind his house. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually the shed in the garden. (laughs) He didn't really drive over later. He just walked over. (laughs) Oh dear. It was just in his man shed. Oh man. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, What did you guys think of like the whole thing with Frank and Sarah in the first episode? Is that the one with Zach? Yeah. Well, it's first of all, it's because Frank goes over there and, you know, they're sharing uh, a drink and stuff and they're talking about oh, yeah. wine. Uh, and he kisses Sarah. Rose. Wife, wife. Well, she kisses him. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. When they kiss. Um, yeah. it, I was glad that he stepped away because yes. <laughs> it would have been really uncomfortable for him to like, well, first of all, he knows that her husband isn't really dead. So And he's and watching. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and is watching, but at the same time, also, I mean, he is so torn up about his own wife that he's not in any sort of headspace to have a relationship with anybody. So, no. I was glad that he stepped away from her, and that actually yeah. feeds into my my reasoning for why I think his relationship is a certain way with Karen that we'll get into later when we get to her. But okay, um, but yeah, I I liked how they played it because she's lonely and she's sad and maybe a little bit drunk because she had some wine on an empty stomach. Um, so I can see her reaching out to him, but the fact that he politely steps away and he's just like, "No, sorry, I can't do that." Um, I liked how they did it, as opposed to the knee jerk reaction of, "Yeah, all guys are horny, and anytime yeah. a woman goes that, yeah, yeah, do something about it." Yeah, and I like that. Um... They the scene it ends with them on sort of good terms. It's not like, oh, yeah. how dare you? My wife's dead. Whatever is you know they kind of apologize and that's kind of it. It's not an issue. The next time he goes to visit her, you know. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah, drop it. I also like the fact that that both of their wives like peonies because <laughs> I love yeah. peonies. They smell so nice. Peonies are the best. I love them. I like yeah, that he went. He went, and while he was over there, he was making sure he brought food back for Micro. Like, yes, the homemade when, when Micro's waiting, when the cameras are down, he's got like a proper sexy sandwich sitting there waiting to be eaten. Oh, Did yeah. you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's made up one of his sandwich. sexy sandwiches. Yeah, I was like, we've, ah. we've seen his sandwiches before. There yeah, was, was a like, super close up of it. Yeah, I was like, I hope you made. Maybe he made that sandwich for Frank. Oh, yeah, that'd be sweet. 
Yeah. No, nah, I think um, he just couldn't eat because he was watching his wife kiss somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> and was soon so nervous. Uh, he was kind of jerk after that, but I can't entirely blame him because he was jealous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, like, it was nice yeah, he, he wasn't as bad as he could have been, to be honest. He was... I, I thought he, he was appropriately jealous and yeah. uh, upset. I love um I love drunk micro. We'll get to him uh, later. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. He's so good. Um so when uh when micro is uh, well it's not it's sort of when they're drinking. Um we get that scene where Frank well Frank is drinking, Micro's playing the guitar. And then Frank sort of talks a bit more about Maria and how they oh. met. And they met at the park oh. while he was playing guitar so and singing. Oh. Yeah. And she sassed him and he loved it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he was in love. It was like, oh, it's so sweet. It, it's oh, it's so lovely. Yeah, yeah I love I, I love it I, whenever you get Frank like laughing and stuff. It's so different. Yeah. Yeah. And then Micro met his, his wife in college and. Yeah, well, she was she was dressed as a popsicle or something. No, he was what? a popsicle. He was a popsicle. He was a popsicle. So um, but Frank like immediately gets like really pissed off when Micro calls him a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, and that's when he um over it and makes him Vietnamese food and the hangover cures and <laughs> yeah. yeah. But why I, did Micro I want have Vietnamese. to go off his penis to frag? I mean, what is it about? Uh, guys also also okay. micro frank has already seen your penis he tied you naked to that chair remember yep that's true don't need to show your penis off frank's already seen it up close he um he undressed you uh. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of homoerotic uh tension in this scene i will uh <laughs> i will use it in one of my quotes later because i was like what what did i hear that correct <laughs> um Anyway, so obviously oh. Frank knocks Micro out yeah. because Micro's going to call Madani and Frank's not happy about it. Yeah. What were you going to say, Tammy? I was going to say, yeah, and after the, when they're eating Vietnamese food, we also find out that Frank, no, Maria got, <laughs> Frank did not get pregnant. Maria got oh, pregnant yeah. uh, three months into their relationship. I'm like, yeah. yeah and then he married her. Yeah. Everyone said he was crazy, but he knew she was the one. Oh, it's so Never wanted to anyone else. Um, I'm going to tell you now, without spoilers for the rest of the series, but um, for sort of Elizabeth and any listeners that have seen the rest of the series as well, there is apparently a theory about where season two of The Punisher might go um, that I hadn't um, read about before. But the theory is that Madani is pregnant with Billy's baby. Because in, in the comics, Billy has a son called Henry. And I was like, I really hope that's not true, because, ooh. Yeah. 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 But uh, I was like, hmm, that, uh, I guess, maybe. Well, they know. didn't really show any condoms in any of those scenes. So. Yeah. I would hope she'd, she'd be more sensible than that. Well, yeah, I mean, if she is into sex, then you'd think that she'd do things to prove Yeah. Sex. I don't think Billy would care. I think he'd just be like, here's some money, get rid of it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or maybe he wouldn't, because we obviously find out how he feels about kids being wanted but and unwanted but i don't know um so when frank is a bit mean to micro because he wakes him up by banging his bowl the bowl of rice fermented rice mm-hmm. so Ooh. did he make that himself in the kitchen or did he go yeah. out and buy rice? Yes, he, made it. he made it yeah how do you ferment rice i don't know like quickly in a kitchen 
I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I was. It made me want Vietnamese food. Yeah, <laughs> it's making me hungry. Um, Maybe curious can't... as to what it would smell or taste like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then all the the Sarah Frank shippers are upset because Frank like flat out says he doesn't want Sarah, and it's like, oh, okay. I'm sure there are like Sarah Frank shippers out Why? there. Why? Because you know, maybe they want Frank and Micah and Sarah to all move in together and <laughs> be an o- be an OT three. I don't know. Okay. Have the uh, Halloween dream ha- or not Halloween uh, Thanksgiving dream come true? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so from weird. the other episode. Oh yeah, just the families all move in together and uh. yeah. I'm sure there are fans that want that. Fans want strange things. Look, there are fans that ship the Winchester brothers together. Yeah. Shippers are strange. Um, So then um, pretty much this is when we have that scene that you were mentioning about. Um, But this is uh, after that, Frank turns up to Sarah's and Sarah's crying. And then she shows Frank the giant machete knife that... And then would like so okay so if this was you Tammy you have a you have a daughter yeah um if you'd met this strange man I mean you tried to drunkenly <laughs> kiss him and stuff um and everything but like if he said to you oh I'll talk to your daughter about this why don't you take a walk uh, uh, would no, you go and take a walk not. no no <laughs> that was what I put no. on my questions who would leave their kid with an almost stranger alone with a knife yeah yeah <sighs> yeah. But this guy sorry, who you already think Zach. is a bit... Oh, Zach is the worst actor. I cannot stand him. This scene, it's not just that he's meant to be a little shit, because obviously he is, but this scene where he's crying and he's like... <laughs> well, we'll get to it in a minute, because there's some more stuff before that anyway. But, um, Tammy, did you uh, did you like the little Wu-Tang yes, Clan T-shirt uh, that Zach's wearing, at least? Yep. I, I have the quote. I feel, like, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe Jeff Loeb is a fan of Wu-Tang Clan or something because he's obviously in charge of all the shows because they keep popping up in the shows. Yeah, I was like, does Wu-Tang Clan put a lot of money behind Marvel or something? Like, I mean, I don't mind, but... I didn't know who they were until you guys were talking about them during (laughs) the (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because they just keep showing up. You know, yeah. they're in Luke Cage, the Defenders, and now this. It's like, cool. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Maybe Method Man's going to become a regular character. <laughs> oh, please. Please. <laughs> he's the new Claire. He's gonna... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he's the new Turk. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. It'll be awesome. I'd love it. Um, but, yeah, in this scene, like, Frank's talking to Zach and telling him that he used to be a little shit as well. And he likes hurting people. And I was like, you still do, Frank, you know. Um, gave his old parents a hard time. God. His elderly parents. Yikes. Um, but and then Micro is watching obviously this conversation. But Frank, you're 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 a little bit too uh too intense here, like talking about how you'd prefer a knife to a gun and then holding it up against Zach's neck and Oh, it's so crazy. Like maybe yeah. you could do this without scaring the shit out of Zach, you know? But or he micro, needed I'm it. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Zach. Though if that was the only time he opened up was when he finally had the knife to his neck. So on the one hand, yeah, you don't want in real life that to ever happen. But in this show, it kind of made sense for that character because then suddenly you realize, oh, he is kind of suicidal. Maybe he is messed up and he's not being just a dick. 
But his uh, this this actor, he, I mean, I'm sorry. I know he's a kid, and I feel bad like criticizing children actors, but he was terrible. He's just like, oh, I'm scared. I don't have any friends. I feel bad all the time. <laughs> I was like, come on. And it's annoying because I think the girl who plays Leo is actually really good. I just think this kid is not very good. Yeah. Oh, actually, can we talk about Leo for a second? Sure. I did really like um, the scene where, uh, well, actually more than one scene, where uh, Frank and Leo were together and he was uh, teaching her how to do different, like, um, stuff with the plumbing and stuff with the garage and stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is really cool seeing a male role model actually teaching typically male stereotypical stuff to a female character and not making a big deal about it. It's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Just, let me show you. And I thought that was really refreshing. Maybe that's why she was okay, because she just has Frank come over and be the father figure to her kids, even though she barely knows him. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, okay, Maybe. So this whole thing, like, yes, that's fine, Zach. Uh, we figure out that Zach is just a messed up kid and he's sad and suicidal and all this stuff. Frank didn't know that going in because he looked shocked when Zach said that. So I'm like, yeah. what was his and he plan? Hugs him. <laughs> what was his yeah. plan? Yeah. Scare him straight. I guess. Scare him straight, I suppose so. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. It was just so kooky. I'm like, <laughs> I still don't know if that's yeah, the best very way weird. to do it. <laughs> Try it. Try it with Josie, Tammy. Okay, I will. I'll let you guys know next. Next time you have to tell her off. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, oh. That'll go well. Yeah. Um, but then uh, he does hug him and he apologizes. <laughs> and it's like, and then they apparently are fine because the next scene they're playing ball in the street. Now, how does Zach not recognize his own father as he's walking away? <laughs> I'm sorry, but because, I do, yeah. I when my dad was still alive, I could recognize him in a crowd of like a hundred people. I'd still know it was him. And it would be different if like Micro had short hair back in the day and no beard, you know, and he's got the sort of short, the long hair and the beard since he's been away from the family, you know, because he hasn't been taking care of himself. But no, he doesn't look that different. His hair's just a bit messy. Yeah. Well, I don't think the kids saw him until after he'd already turned and put his hoodie up, but it's mm-hmm. still... You would recognize the way someone moves and stuff from having lived your whole life with them. <laughs> so he's got gate recognition, like uh, micro. Exactly, you have built-in <laughs> gate recognition. You don't need software for this. <laughs> Not when it comes to your parents. Yeah. I mean, yes, okay, he's expecting him to be dead, so he's not going to be looking for him. But you would think he'd be like, "Wow, that guy seems familiar. Perhaps I should think on this." <laughs> I think he's distracted by playing ball with. Frank, Pete, I don't know. I I was laughing when they were throwing the ball back and forth because I just recently watched The Disaster Artist and it was making me think of the room with just throwing the ball back and forth. (laughs) Being like, let's play football. (laughs) So, yeah, I was kind of chuckling in this scene unintentionally. Um, But this this does have a result because it means that, because obviously Micro is so worried about um, the family and about Zach that Frank agrees to contact madani yeah even though i don't think he meant oh micro go and do it right now without telling me (laughs) you know um in the second episode what's the first time we see frank um oh it's when uh they're spying on um madani isn't it on the rooftop yeah peeing in jars yeah i'm like why i know i was like 
I don't need to see their pee jars. Not like, at all. I can just imagine <laughs> it. Thanks. Well, it does also, show that they've been there a while. I guess. Ooh, it's just gross. Why don't they just pee over the edge of the building or something? Actually, that helps answer my question on how long it's been that Madani's been <laughs> in, be- or, uh, in bed morning Sam. Yeah, true. Because if, if they've been up there long enough to fill several jars full of pee, then it has to have been a couple days. <laughs> maybe like frank's like maybe they're they're bottling their pee because they're worried about leaving dna behind so like oh we've got to destroy our pee i don't know about that (laughs) there's a lot of homeless people up on a roof peeing somewhere i don't think that they're worried about also what if they have to go number two like where are they putting that yeah i don't know imagine them like moving over the edge of the building Uh, I don't know. Ugh. Anyway, there's a statue like uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in Europe, uh, when we were on vacation at one point, we saw a statue like that. It's right across. Where from was the, it? From the, uh, it? There's a guy crouching and pooping <laughs> on a building <laughs> on one side of this this um, uh, like open area, and on the other side is like the professional um, political building. <laughs> They're like, there is no question as to whether or not this was put up on purpose. Nice. What happens next? Well, they they are there when the explosion starts. Oh, when the explosion, yeah, the explosion footage happens. And Frank rants about bombers and he says they're all cowards. Yeah. I was a bit like, but Frank, you also have killed because he says oh i'm always in front of people when i kill them and i'm like you weren't in front of that guy when you shot him across the border in the first episode no when you've done sniper stuff you're not in front of them then yeah he doesn't care he he doesn't understand what he's saying half the time i think (laughs) yeah true so yeah they're watching the 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 footage of the bombing and everything um and then uh after that is when they're listening to karen on the radio yeah. Um, talking with his senator. And Frank is getting very upset because he thinks that she is, you know, kind of egging Lewis on. Which she is. Poking the bear. Which she is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and exactly. He recognizes Lewis's voice when Lewis calls in. I mean, he recognizes him saying six semper Tyrannus. Well, yeah, it was yeah he recognized he had heard the voice before, but then when he said it, he knew where he had heard the voice before. Yeah. I was like, that's some Sherlock shit there, Frank. <laughs> I was like, because he was like, how often do you hear Latin? And I was like, well, if you read it, if you're in Hogwarts all the time, because <laughs> that's what most of those, so if you're reading any uh, Harry Potter. Um, yeah, but then he obviously knows it's Lewis and then is going to go and um, uh, sort of wants Micro to find him on the system and is freaking out about Karen. And then he says, Karen is family. Yeah. Now, see, the, to me, I see them as like a brother-sister relationship where they don't always get along, but they care about each other and they're trying to, to help each other out. Not mm. a relationship like a, um, a romantic relationship at all. Yeah. And again, because Frank loved his wife, he's still all broken up about having lost her and he's not looking for anything romantic. So you notice like anytime they kiss each other, it's on the forehead or on the cheek and, and, uh, they're just, I see them more brother than anything else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like they're looking for anything different. It would be so weird if anything happened between them. Like, Yeah, exactly. 
Well, it's how it's how I would like it to be, like between Colleen and Danny, you know, like a brother sister, bros in arms arms thing, you know. Yeah, that's how I wish it was. I uh, instead of like, but that's a how couple, I see. I just I still find it too weird. Yeah, well, that's why I was glad to see it that way with these characters, even though some people could interpret it as, oh, they're trying to be romantic and stuff. I mean, he brought her flowers. Like, no, he brought her flowers as something to send a message to the window. Or she, yeah. oh, wait, did I just put spoiler? Was that earlier? No, no, that was earlier. Oh, that was earlier. Okay, good. So, uh, I mean, it's they aren't being romantic with each other, and it would be out of place with either of those characters to go that way. So I'm glad that they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just people assume um, a male character to a female character, if they have any sort of a relationship together, it has to be romantic. It's like, no, it doesn't have to be. Well, that's why I wish, like, Danny and Colleen weren't together. I know. It grinds it my gears. It didn't have to be either. Yeah. They just yeah. went that way because they, I don't know, it's a trope that isn't necessary. Not at all. <laughs> Especially with uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Frank ends up going to O'Connor's because obviously Micro's tra- uh, tracked him down and he finds um, uh, Curtis inside. Poor Curtis. Um, I mean, we'll talk about Curtis, Curtis in a minute. So. It is like oh. so... This is like such a heartbreaking thing between him and Curtis. Yeah. 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 This so whole well, scene we- is like... Yeah. Well, first, I did like the fact that um, they didn't find him right away that Micro sent him to the dad's house yeah. first. Yeah. Didn't find him. Yeah. And actually, at first, he was trying to tell Frank, well, why don't you call Curtis and see whether or not he can do something about this guy? And at that point, you already know that Curtis has already been kidnapped and, and is in bad shape. But it was just like, ah. Oh. Uh, I appreciated the fact that Micro wasn't like super magical, where he instantly knew that this guy was hiding out mm-hmm. in some other guy's house. He had to go and it takes him a while to get on board, like, and then he, he says to Frank, actually, no, it's, you know, yeah, you should go and sort it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's at this address and everything. But, yeah, Frank and Curtis, aww. We learn this whole thing about that Frank feels that he was to blame for Curtis losing his leg. Like, that yeah. whole story. Oh, yeah, that was oh. so sad. Oh, my word. It was awful. It was so, it was so awful. And um, Frank really riles Lewis up again, like he's calling him a coward, you know, like you were saying earlier about, about bombers. But it's so, it, I mean, I, I like I like the fact that they wrote in that Lewis admires the Punisher. Yeah. Because he yeah. sees him as this this other vet that's taking control and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, Frank, you are. Because Frank's like, I'm nothing like you. And it's like, no, well, you kind of are, Frank. Yeah. Well, that was why he had reached out to um, Karen anyway, because he was seeing her comments about uh, the Punisher and the comments about Daredevil in both the editorials mm-hmm. that she had done. Um, so he was seeing her as being sympathetic to anyone that wants to be violent <laughs> as opposed to what she was actually intending to be of, okay, these guys may not be going about things the entire right way, but at least they're trying to stop the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth, I just want to ask you as well, how do you feel about there being a a real lack of kind of links to other um, the other Netflix shows in The Punisher in terms of, like, for example, like, yeah. 
like with the ending of Defenders, obviously, and there's no, I mean, there doesn't have to be a huge mention, but with like the character of Karen in this, I found yeah. it very odd that there isn't a mention of it at all. Well, there's been a couple times now where I'll have read something that made it sound like there was going to be a link between two things and it didn't actually happen. Like um, with uh, Claire in Luke Cage and Claire in Daredevil season two, there was something mm-hmm. at one point where they interviewed her and she was talking about how they had to be really careful about the makeup she was wearing because, or, or like the bruises they were, they were putting on her and stuff because there were two different, they were filming two different things. Yeah same time and and it made me think that they were more interconnected than they actually were and it turned out like yeah. months had gone by between the two different shows and i thought that they were more interwoven so i was disappointed yeah. at that and this was like along the same lines where i was hoping to have more um like the the radio thing i'm sure we'll get to later but i was hoping yeah. that as soon as i heard that she was gonna be on the radio i was like oh trish talks and then it was some random guy oh. I'm like oh they had such an, an opportunity to do something cool there because obviously she knows her because they met during Defenders. Yeah. And this is how I don't know why Defenders, it wasn't so. Trish. I wish it had been Trish. Yeah. I wanted that so um, bad. And and yeah. um like Karen never mentions Daredevil at all. And I was just yeah. like, other than saying that um that uh, no I don't defend that kind of a person or or you misinterpreted what I had written, but she never gets into talking about how Daredevil had done things trying to do the right thing and that kind of stuff. Um, so it just, I, and you couldn't tell whether or not she was grieving Matt. And I was like, Oh, what is going on here? <laughs> is it? Yeah. I think, I think they do it. So maybe, you know, like viewers hadn't seen the defenders, yeah. you know, so maybe they didn't include it, but I do think that they don't have to be, uh, you know, really, um, doesn't have to be an outright, you know, full mention. It, it could just be that she she mentions that she lost someone recently, and that would be enough. You know, they yeah. they don't have to be over um, references all the time. Just something for the the people that watch all the shows would be kind of cool. But it's just weird that they don't appear in this did. one. Like there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the thing I would would be missing out on is that they could have used Trish, or they should have used Trish instead of this random radio guy. Um, yeah, because the other stuff, it's like I can't see her bringing up Matt at all with with uh, Frank or talking to him mm. about Matt. Like it just, but it, they knew each other. They did, but they didn't. It wasn't like they were friends, you know. I and really, Karen was the only one on his side, and mm, I yeah. don't know how you know. Other than I don't know, but I at just, the end. I, I just didn't see... Yeah, he saves him, but again, yeah. like, it's Frank's weird code in his mind that makes no sense. So I have no clue why he does what he does. Because his code makes no sense to me at all. Because <laughs> he yeah. contradicts it all the time. Um, and, and the thing is, like, I can't see her... I think she would have... If she was being interviewed maybe by Trish, I could see her maybe bringing up Matt and... Or not Matt, sorry. Daredevil. And talking about him, but like this one, she was on with like this governor guy or whatever he was. And I think she was more just pissed about this bomber than to bring up anything else. Like I couldn't, I don't know how she would have maybe a throwaway line, maybe, but it wasn't like it was, would have been brought up in a conversation necessarily. 
Well, she did defend Frank to the guy on the radio because she did say, or to Lewis on the radio because he was um, talking about, well, you like the Punisher, and she was just like, yeah. well, he only killed bad guys. Yeah, and, and see, and this is the thing with Karen that we've talked about too is she's okay with Frank. She wasn't okay with Matt. Yes, which is the thing that annoyed me the most. We couldn't really talk about it because I was on the first episode of yeah. Defenders. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, that was the one thing that really pissed me off about the yeah. Defenders is and that her and Fox. And the whole, like, intervention thing. I'm like, he's not a drug addict. Just, you don't understand. And she was pissed She was pissed at him after he died in Defenders. You know? So, or whatever. She thinks he died (laughs) in Defenders. Like, so I I think she's still pissed at him. I don't think she's... I don't think she's okay with Matt or Daredevil. I just don't think she is. And But she's perfectly fine with Frank. And I... It's so irritating. (laughs) Yeah, mm. they kind of have a uh, agree to disagree, yeah. whereas she doesn't give Matt that. Not at all. And so that's why I all. think, like, it makes sense, like, why she would defend Punisher, even though it really, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. It makes sense for her character why she defends him, but it doesn't make sense at all as a, a human watching the show. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That, well, uh, it, it, yeah, yeah, that's a good point, Tammy, is what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, because it doesn't make sense. You're right. It, she should be talking about really. I, if if I was a friend grieving, I probably would be defending my friend Daredevil versus Punisher. Well, yes. but, I mean, we don't know if the public yeah. knows that Daredevil's dead because yeah, he was true. gone for a long time, and then the public, I don't think, really saw him as Daredevil in the Defenders that much. Yeah, but she could true. talk about that she lost someone. I mean, I don't even know how they're spinning the fact that Matt is dead from Defenders, like whether it's because he was supposedly kidnapped by Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. I mean, it would be weird <laughs> to see how it was, it was spun, yeah. Um, you know, how how was he, how well, are they saying that he died? But, you know, say, just saying that, that she... If, did it, yeah. yeah, I guess. But I, that I, he I, died in the, the wreck or whatever, the building coming down. yeah. Yeah, well, I just I just wanted to ask Elizabeth um, yeah. that just to see because it's one of those things I still find weird in the show. Although this show yeah. really is so different than the others, like yeah, so yeah. different. Well, I know you're going to disagree with me on this, but I also miss Claire. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. <laughs> there's so many wounds needing to be patched up in this. I'm like, where is Claire Temple? I want her in here somewhere. At least I do wish cameo. she was in it. I do wish she was in it for continuity, yes. but I don't necessarily miss it. Like, I would love for every season there to be an appearance by Claire, an appearance by Turk, an appearance by Mahoney, um, yeah. because I think it would be cool that there's that yeah. continuity. We, we got Turk. Um, Me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wanted Turk, that so. too. And they, I, I felt, I mean, it's kind of a spoiler that <laughs> I am disappointed that she did not show up so far. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's heartbroken. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, more than Claire is. Uh, but, yeah, I think she's just really busy having a lot of pots of coffee right now. So, mm. <laughs> <You know. laughs> mm. But it just, she, she was the one person that was in all of them so far. Yes. So to break that continuity really annoyed me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I mean, maybe it was um, maybe artistically they just wanted to really get this 
outside and make sure that it's outside of defenders outside the defenders well because yeah. if they do like another series like there's been a lot of talk that they might do a moon knight series for instance that's not going to be a defenders series because yeah. moon knight isn't really a, a team player either neither's the punisher um yeah. so i guess it would kind of make sense um but then it would be a shame if we lose a lot of the little links between series. Like if we had a Moon Knight series and that was completely on its own with no links to anything else. I think, I guess, like I said before, with Punisher, I find it particularly weird that there's no mentions really of the other series that much, seeing as the Punisher debuted in a different series, like in Daredevil season two. I think that's why I find it weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um so, yeah, I mean, pretty much Frank's last bit of this is he, you know, he gets uh, Lewis to tell him how to cut the wire and then manages to cut the wire and save Curtis and then does a runner. And um, but because of that, now the world knows that he's alive. So did every time that cell phone ring, did you jump? Because I kept jumping. Yeah. I kept <laughs> Even though I'd seen it before, I was phone. like, <gasps> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the fact that as soon as um, as Frank's <laughs> picture shows up on the on the uh, the TV, that um, Ellison stops into Karen's office yeah. and is like, "Did you know? Yeah, <laughs> of course you do." Yeah, she does a convincingly shocked face though, so maybe he'll believe her. I don't know. <laughs> well, what are you talking like about? She, she is shocked that he's on camera everywhere. Yeah, true. So. Yes. I would love it if she just kind of looked at the, the camera and just kind of smiled and shrugged her shoulders. And it was like... Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> that was like the end of the episode. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> I was surprised uh, that that uh, Frank actually trusted Lewis. I mean, Lewis said white, he cut white, and that was, that was true. I was yeah. totally expecting it to be a lie. Or that he wouldn't trust him and cut the opposite thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess, you know, he doesn't know what wire it is. He may as well go with what Lewis says. Yeah. Uh, um, I did like that scene, though, where they were, like, head-to-head. And he's, just before he cut it, he was just like, oh. I'm here with you, and we are going to be in this together. It was like, oh, so nice. I love, I, I love them. Um, let's talk about Lewis and Curtis, because um, obviously we've gone over it a bit. So, Lewis... Is... I hate this. Yeah. Not as much as I hate Zach, but I hate Lewis. Yeah. And I... <laughs> there are levels there. There are levels. You hate, small... I know. you hate that small child more. I like it. <laughs> um, the small child did not blow up or shoot anybody, but uh, I, he's I agree. more annoying to me. <laughs> um, Tammy, I, I wanted to ask you uh, your thoughts on this, because last yeah. week... I mean, you were saying, like, you're really sort of having enough of the Lewis storyline. Oh, yeah. And I wanted way to over, to know sort of, line. you just want, it, just want it to be over, like, still, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I, my first, my very first note on Lewis was stupid Lewis. <laughs> that was it. That was my first, <laughs> like, I can't handle him. I really hate him. Yeah. I, He's I my second least favorite character in the show. Ooh, who's your, fa- who's your least favorite? Zach! <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> I was I forgot already. I was thinking, oh, is it Rawlins? You know, the big bad. Oh no, of course it's Zach. Oh, he's so annoying. We don't see Rawlins nearly enough to, for him to really be the big bad. It's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you know? Yeah, that's true. Are we going to talk about Rawlins separately at all? Yeah, we will. We'll talk about Rawlins okay, and together. Right, I so think. Um, I but Kurt, Curtis, like, oh, when 
that that's so brutal. Like when he goes to he goes to um, O'Connor's house and he oh, obviously confronts Lewis yeah. and Lewis pulls the gun and then and then like Lewis like battered like bludgeons him. Yeah, I with thought his he was leg. leg. Okay, oh, I, I'm so sorry. Like I was like in horror when they were fighting, but then when he started beating him with his own leg, I started laughing because I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I mean, you're going to hell. I know, really. <laughs> I don't know. Why, I don't know why I oh. thought it was funny, but it was. And well, maybe it it's because I've seen it, it before, was... so I knew he wasn't. I don't know, but I was just like, oh man, that's so brutal. And that makeup on Curtis in that when he's tied up, oh, oh, oh. like yeah. his puffy eye and his mouth and every. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looked painful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I couldn't believe he's kind of like living at O'Connor's place. With like oh, dead O'Connor. I know. And obviously it smells because Curtis could smell it out like when he just opened the little thing to the door. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Lewis, you're not only loco, but you're gross. You're gross, and it, Lewis. Also, it's... learn how to learn how to grow a proper mustache, Lewis. I hate your mustache. <laughs> I hate his face, Lewis. I hate it. I don't hate his face. I just hate, I hate it when people, like, because he's obviously shaved because he hasn't got any beard going on or stubble, but he's got like a stubbly moustache. And it's like that kind of pathetic excuse for a moustache that that Walter White had at the start of Breaking Bad. I'm just like, either grow a moustache or don't grow a moustache. Don't half-arse it. It's really (laughs) annoying. I don't like moustaches anyway, either way. I like the fact that Curtis recognized who Lewis was right away, just yeah. like Frank did. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. I went, during the fight, I was just like, oh, wow, he's he, – I mean, you knew that something bad was going to happen. But um, he actually – he had the weight and, and the power over him, uh, over Lewis, until he got knocked down. And Lewis um, ended up, like, kicking out his, his uh, prosthesis and then and picking it up and batting him with it. It was just like, oh, so frustrating. And then mm. – Poor Curtis, it like totally des- demolished his self-image because here he had, had kind of patched himself together yeah. after this, made a new life for himself, helped other people, and now this kid bashing him in the head with his prosthesis is um, enough to make him like doubt himself. He says like he felt he oh. felt completely hopeless and helpless, and I was just like, oh, it's yeah. Oh, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, it's it's just awful. Um. Yeah. Anyway, but Frank tells him that he's proud of him because he he didn't wallow and he helped other people. And I was like, oh, I know, I love it so much. It got me in the feels. So, what do you think Lewis is going to do now, guys? Well, not Elizabeth, obviously. Tammy. When I say guys, <laughs> well, he kind. I mean, not on purpose, but it's almost like he set Frank up to take the fall for all the bombs and stuff. So really, he could just go into hiding. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You've got Curtis who could say something, but uh, I think people are going to be kind of like, well, look, he's the Punisher, he's killed all these people, and we have him on video, and and the police saw him leaving the scene of the crime, so uh, I I don't know if it's going to really... Like a done deal. Yeah, I don't don't know what what Lewis is going to do. I mean, he could run into Billy, maybe, or Rollins, and they could use him, I guess. I just, I want him dead already. I think he'd like, be pissed at Billy still, wouldn't he? Because Billy wouldn't let him in Anvil. Unless Billy I know he blames. back. Mm. And, yeah, I don't know. Look, I don't well, know. Now we know I, Billy's a bad guy as well. Yeah. I'm like, maybe. I, I, I haven't watched the rest. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's- what if Billy, Billy, like, set 
Lewis up to kill Frank because Billy wants Frank out. Except I don't think Lewis would kill Frank because he admires Frank, Uh, which is really twisted. After this, after well, yeah, but I mean, in his his mind, Frank, in his mind, it's like that vigilante idea. So he sees Mm -hmm. Frank as this vigilante, which I don't. I wouldn't consider Frank a vigilante. He's just out for himself. So. Oh, I don't Frank. think, um, but I almost think Lewis sees him like that, and I think Lewis sees himself that way—that the the government, the police, all these people that are supposed to protect you and and do what's right are not doing it, so you have to do it yourself. Mm. And I think that's why he admires Frank. But uh, I don't know after this conversation when Frank really tells him a lot <laughs> that he they are not the same. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how he's going to feel. Frank called him face. So. Yeah, exactly. But Tammy, I'm hoping for another amazing prediction from you is what I'm I'm hoping for. Oh, don't oh, let me down. Gosh. Oh, look, I, I don't know how I did the Sam thing. Like, that was magic. Was <laughs> <like> <laughs> you looked in your magic eight ball and that's what it said. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of half joking because he was the funny guy. He seemed like the nice guy. But... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I feel like Lewis is going to last till the end just because I want him to die so bad. Like, <laughs> so, like, they're just going <laughs> to torture me by having him in every episode. They will. I mean, the last two people standing at the end of the series are <laughs> Lewis and Zach, and they team up. <laughs> <laughs> take, down, take down Frank. This is why I was really glad that you didn't sign me up for the last episode. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, that whole episode where Zach's the main character. Oh, oh God. Uh, well, because you've been saying there isn't really a big bad Tammy. It's just you don't know. We have met him, and it's sad. I mean, there's... <laughs> you, child genius. technically the big bad. It's just he's not a very good one. He's not a very present <laughs> one. Yeah. So it's hard to remember, really, that he's even there half the time. I actually... It didn't occur to me until we were talking just now that any, Oh, God. Uh, it just occurred to me that uh, Billy did not reach out to Lewis when he was trying to collect his um, off-the-books yeah. team. And uh, so, obviously, he does not trust the guy. Yeah, he's like, even, like, you know, I want all these people off the books and stuff, but even you're too, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. too I mean, uh, also, much of a wild card for this. Didn't he end yeah. up picking guys that, like, for whatever reason, couldn't get a job anywhere? Like, they were yeah. almost like they were yeah. blackballed or something, like. Yeah, so. because they um, were shooting, it was something to do with, like, there was a YouTube video of them shooting <laughs> Iraqis or something oh, that had yes. gone, had been released, yeah. and that meant that no mercenary uh, company would hire them. Um, yeah. Also, saying about the whole mercenary thing, this was, a, like, you. I know you were saying, Elizabeth, about things being rumoured in series before they happen, and this isn't really a spoiler, Tammy, because I know you don't know much about the character, but there were such big rumours that they were going to introduce the character or like just a hint of the character of Moon Knight in The Punisher. And I really wish they had and they don't because it would have been perfect because The Punisher, like uh, The Punisher, uh, Moon Knight, like one of his his personalities is um, Mark Spector, who's a mercenary. And they could have like so just done a little comment or something just to be like, even if it's not to say, oh, yeah, we are doing a Moonlight series, but just, like, a comment, like, mentioning about something, like, just an offhand thing of Spectre as a name. Because the fans would have been like, oh, my God, Moon Knight, you know. 
Um, I just don't, I don't see why they didn't do it. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have caught that because I don't really know Moon Knight other than when he was in the, the, um, oh, Shadowlands. Shadowland, yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't in it for very long. What I'm saying is Marvel should, Marvel Netflix should hire me as your little kind of connections <laughs> expert. And I'll like, you know, I'll watch all the episodes and I'll be like, look, you need to do a connection to this. You need to have Foggy walking by in the background in this episode. And then they'll pay me <laughs> to do that job and everyone will be happy, particularly me. And then we would have had Trish on the radio the way she Yeah, we would have had Trish. We would have had... Um, uh, last week, we would have had uh, uh, Marcy walking up the steps of the courthouse and yeah. Lewis handing her a leaflet. I mean, this is what we need. <laughs> anyway. Or Foggy. Would have worked too. Yeah, Actually, or Foggy. Uh, since we're still, before we totally uh, stop, drop the Lewis sure. topic, when they first introduced him as a character, I was like, you know, it's too bad that they already used up Nuke in Jessica Jones. Yeah. Because he is more, to my mind, the way Nuke was <laughs> than uh, than he actually was in Jessica Jones. Yeah, to suit the Nuke character. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, maybe Lewis will tattoo a flag on his face and <laughs> come back, <laughs> and he and uh, um, Will can fight for the um, the Nuke title. They can nuke it out for the Nuke title. <laughs> duke it out for the nuke. Duke it, duke it. That's it. Uh, they can have a nuke duke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, do you guys have anything to mention about Sarah and Micro? Do we uh, want to talk about drunk Micro? Yeah, let's we, let's jump over to Micro. Preparing to get his little Micro out, or his we, not so little Micro. Oh yeah, I was him. gonna say, didn't we talk about everything about him? But I forgot about yes, the not so little Micro. Apparently yeah, not. Um, yeah. I like that Micro found Rollins pretty quickly after Frank just described him and, you know, they went to his house and now now they've, like, put all the pieces together. And he found Lewis quite quick as well. Yeah. I mean, he he yeah. finds people. He's a finder. He's a finder. Yeah. You know what? If Micro was at Hogwarts, he'd be a Hufflepuff because he's a good finder. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Tammy? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy knows all the Harry Potter facts. <laughs> <laughs> I just—you could tell me anything, and I'd just be like, "Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's right." <laughs> um, I love drunk Micro. I think yeah. he's so entertaining, and I like that it's not just he's drunk and he's kind of bumbling and stuff, but he gets like it, I, I like that his and Frank's conversation goes from them like having a good time and laughing, and then it goes angry. And then they kind of go back to being all right with each other. But Micro's still kind of doing jabs about, you know, Frank and Sarah and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But they're still not, you know, best buddies, these two. I, yeah. I love their their friendship. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I mean, there are a couple things about Micro. I love, I think it's just, it shows so much. Like, he still wears his wedding ring. Um, and when mm-hmm. Sarah was talking about, like, how he would go and... Or maybe maybe Mike oh, yeah. like, go and fill up her gas tank every week and yeah, just I, I was just like, oh, that's just it's just like sweet things that he would do for her. That was just part yeah. of their relationship. I he probably didn't do it because oh, he thought oh, I'm gonna be nice and do this. It was just something he did for her because he cared for her. 
But also she said she hated doing yeah. it and he knew yeah. that. So yeah, he would just do it. Yeah, yeah. So without like asking, that's just what he would go do. Um, and then he says that he it's a love language. It is. It's one of the five love languages. Oh, Service. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love that we like when he's drunk and he talks about, well, of course we understand now that he's hung like a moose, but uh, that he, <laughs> he says he was a bit of a player. And that yeah. killed me because I'm like, I think I had the How? same look Frank did, which was like, what? <laughs> what <laughs> planet? Oh, I love it. Oh. His own mind, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, yeah, just, that I was liked great. how much, just like little things we got about him this episode. Even yeah. because he wasn't a big part of the, of either of these two episodes. Yeah. Um, and so the things that we did get uh, really showed who he was. You know, it really like kind of fleshed him out even more. It was really nice. And he's really missing sex as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the the fact that both of them are guys that actually are in love with their wives. Yes. Oh, I know. They don't want to cheat on their wives. They don't want to mess around behind their back. They don't they just are truly in love with their wives. They knew they wanted to get married to them early on and they just followed up with it. And yeah, okay, their lives <laughs> went to hell after that, but I do like the fact that it's like these two completely different guys are totally romantic when it comes to their wives. Yeah. Mhm. Well, like you said, it's it's um, it's not like the 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 cliche of being like, oh, all men want to cheat and all men can't go without and stuff. I like that you have these characters that are completely devoted. Yes, I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know we already talked about it, but I like that he finds okay. Madani and is just kind of like he's just ready to be like, do you want all the names of every single person that was there in Kandahar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I have all of it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got all the info. And she's yep. just like, what? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. But that's how you know that something bad's going to happen. Like with Frank being outed, you know, as being alive, because everything's going so well. Because it's like, yeah, they're going to speak to Madani, and it's all going to be good, and everything. Team and up. it's like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. You always know something, you know, it's going to go bad after that. It's the rule. <laughs> um, I don't really have any other notes on Micro or yeah. Sarah. There's not really much happened. Apart from well, Sarah, don't, thing leave, about- don't leave your son with a strange man. Don't do that, Sarah. Well, the only thing I had about Sarah other than that was at the very beginning when the whole Wi-Fi thing, I was just like, oh, yeah, that was kind of a good parental thing, turning off the Wi-Fi to punish your son. It's kind of a true human thing to let him then yeah. go out and play with his friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. yeah. Can't really blame him because he's such a little shit who would want him around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Leo was in these episodes. I know. I love Leo. I don't. I, so what was her full name again? I, I heard I don't it think the they time, say. I, I thought they did at some point, but I lost track of what it was. I don't, I don't think they ever said because for like the first few episodes... I couldn't work out if her name was Leo or Cleo. And it was only yeah, after I started paying like close attention to the, the subtitles, I saw that it was Leo. So, but I don't think they say, I imagine it's like maybe Leona or. Yeah. Or yeah. Leonora or maybe or Leonora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Leonardo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. Um, I on IMDb. I'm going to look it up. 
Yeah, have a look. I think I think she's on IMD just as Leo when I checked, but yeah. I, I, they might have changed it. Uh, let's talk about Creepo Rawlins. I I don't I only have one note for Rollins because he was in mm-hmm. there very little, which was just yeah. he wants to go after Castle first and foremost, and that was that's the only thing I have for him. There wasn't really much. He's also a lying liar that lies because he says that he lost his eye um, in in battle. And Frank's like, Dude, you're a liar. Well, yeah. And Frank totally called him on it. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I punched his eye say, Yeah, like one of the guys that he secretly has working for him punched him. I mean, like, he has to lie. Like, he can't, he can't yeah, not right. lie. So uh, we yeah. find out that he's like, like his whole family is. What you, what oh, yeah, they're super rich. They're, they're super like rich, old yeah. Virginia money. Yeah. Yeah, so, they're like basically like royalty. Did it bother anyone else besides me that there were now two Bills in the show? Because it bugs <laughs> me when they have too many characters with the same name. Because it gets yeah. really another Especially reason yeah. you would hate X Files. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, every but, other character is called William. <laughs> I will not be watching listening to your podcast for that. <laughs> okay. Now, is this because you like X Files and you don't want us to <laughs> to ruin it? Or is it because you will not be watching X-Files? Uh, it's because I've seen maybe um, five minutes of an episode of X-Files ever. Ah, so, cool. Uh, I think that's no a good reason. Start now. <laughs> I actually dreamt about X-Files the other night, and I yeah. think it's because my brain, my subconscious knows that X-Files is coming back, and it's starting to panic. But I had a dream <laughs> about like us doing the podcast. It's like my subconscious is like, ah, X-Files. <laughs> See. Oh. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I'd rather anyway, have, have guys to find Punisher. There's too many Punisher movies show floating around on IMDb. Oh, there's so many Punisher adaptations. It's crazy. It looks so funny. Uh, long curly hair. <laughs> um. Let's talk about. So we haven't really got anything about Rollins apart from he's you know super high up and important. Um. Let's talk about Karen. Any extra notes on Karen, guys? And I know okay. you want to defend Karen, uh, Elizabeth. I do. Um, okay, it. let me put this away. You're right, it just says Leo. It doesn't say her full name. So, um, Karen, yes, I actually like Karen this time. And I was really pissed off at her during the whole Defenders thing with the whole um, acting like Matt was a drug addict or alcoholic or something instead of actually being a person with a, uh, <laughs> a career outside of the norm. But anyway, um, but in this one, I liked the fact that she was being kick-ass and... and saying no this is not appropriate and uh i don't know i don't didn't think that she was necessarily being smart calling mm. uh, lewis an idiot but um i definitely thought it was brave that she uh she was standing up to him um i liked the fact that uh that the um both times that something happened to bring lewis to the uh the news people's attention um, mm-hmm. through the letter first in the newsroom. Um, and she brought in the editor and, and told him and he immediately said, okay, we have to call the FBI. And then on the radio, when Lewis called in and they're like, I'm pretty sure this is actually the bad guy. Um, they're like, okay, call the police. It was, it was refreshing to see uh, news people who actually do the right thing instead yeah. of doing the usual trope of, Oh, 
let's use this for what we can to get publicity and not yeah. actually yeah. follow the rules of trying to capture this guy who's an idiot and he's trying to kill people. Okay. I was getting a bit annoyed with Karen with the, Ell- the Ellison thing when she got the letter because she's all like, let's do the editorial and I'm going to put my name on it. And Ellison has to be like, no, we'll do the editorial <laughs> if the FBI says it's okay. Yeah, that's are true. not the police, Karen. And he had to really like keep reminding her. And I was like, Cal- calm down, Karen. Yeah, but I like the fact that he did say that instead of like, oh, yeah, yeah. let's run an editorial. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which every single movie and TV show that ever has something like that happen, usually that's the first thing they do is they cause trouble and then things blow out of hand and then they call the police for help. So it was like, yes, they're being proactive and actually being helped pulling in the FBI in a timely fashion. Yeah, I kind of wish that Karen had called um, uh, Mahoney. Is he Mahoney yeah. or Maloney? Now I can't remember. Mahoney. Mahoney. Yeah. yeah, I wish she'd like called him and been like, Oi, Brett, <laughs> I've got some cigars for your mum. Can you come out? <laughs> did she ever um, actually interact with him directly? Or was it always... Oh, yeah, she did during the um, season two because the whole Punisher yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, she definitely interacted with him like before his promotion. Um, well, actually, after his I promotion, think... they were in the hospital. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. You are right. He's the one who brought them in. But, like... Well, thanks to Matt, yeah. He just got the credit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, mean, I don't want the credit you have. I mean, at yeah. the hospital, when they went to visit uh, Frank, Mahoney was the one who met them there and then brought yeah, them you're right. out of all the police and everybody. Yes, you are right. But yes, um, he did not capture <laughs> Frank by himself. No. <laughs> he, he hauled off a already defeated and handcuffed Frank. <laughs> yeah. And just was like, thanks, daredevil. I'll take oh, it yeah. from here. Wink. <laughs> um, well, first he said no, and then he was just like, well, okay. I was like, ah. Oh, and then he got promoted. <laughs> yeah. It, that, he, the fact that he took that promotion on false pretenses when he was always the straight arrow did sort of bother me. But at the same time, it was kind of nice to see him get some positive things happen. So He's going to keep taking credit for, like, Matt's stuff until he and keep getting promoted until he's like commissioner. He's going to be like Commissioner Gordon, <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Mahoney. But he can't do the uh, the light up into the sky because it won't do any good for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, geez, I created this light with a giant D in the sky so I could summon dead him, but he never seems to turn up. It's really weird. I wonder why that is. <laughs> Meanwhile, Daredevil's like Matt sitting there, like twiddling his thumbs, like oh, I wish there was, I wish there was some crime going on tonight that I could. Find. Oh well, I'm so bored. <laughs> I'm so bored. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on Karen? Well, Tammy, you say your thoughts on Karen. Uh, well, my first thought on Karen was Karen's back. Thanks, Lewis. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gee, thanks, Lewis. <laughs> if I didn't hate you already. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I mean, I thought she was fine in this episode. I did. I did like. Um. Because she is so to me, like, <laughs> she really backs Frank way too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where she didn't with Matt. If she was the same with both guys, I wouldn't have a problem. But it's it's yeah. not that way. Um. That's but, true. When, I think that's what irritates me. As yeah, well. exactly. It's like if she was, if she was giving Frank a hard time, that would be different. Or if she was a little more lenient on Matt, or understood where he was coming from more, or tried to understand where he was coming from more. 
that would be that would make more sense to me. But this is like, what do you? Wh- why? Why? What is Frank doing that? You know, why does he get special treatment? But I like that when she realized he was going after Lewis, she told him no, like let the police handle it. She really tried to get him away from going after Lewis, and told him like, don't mm-hmm. kill in my name. Yeah, and like and, and I really like that. I did find it a little weird, though, that she was saying that he's no better than the bomber, which is the opposite of what she was talking about oh, yeah. before. Yeah. You know. I, I think she's just kind of like, I, I don't know if she knows what's going on in her own mind sometimes. <laughs> so. Yeah, Karen is not the most consistent person. Yeah. That's true. I don't think, you know. Yeah. Um, but she's, I mean, she's always been, she's always done stuff without thinking about them first. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to say, if Karen went to Hogwarts, she'd be a Gryffindor. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Tammy, don't you? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree that she would be a Gryffindor. She <laughs> <laughs> actually knows what you're talking about. I just love winding you up about Harry Potter stuff, Tammy. I'm just going to say for our listeners, one of the most entertaining things ever was when Tammy and I went on the Harry Potter ride at uh, Universal Islands of Adventure and we're walking through the queue line and I was trying to explain what everything was to Tammy. (laughs) Like going, and this is, and these are the founders of Hogwarts and this is this and that and that. And you were just looking at me like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? I just kept going, cool. That's nice. I guess. <laughs> it's really pretty. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like me in sports. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I would in my in my defense, I used to work in a children's bookshop and was in charge of the Harry Potter events. So oh, I know right. a lot of Harry Potter. <laughs> I just like the books and movies, so Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm wearing my Hufflepuff uh, hoodie right now while we record. Um so let's uh, end, as we always do, talking about characters, talking about beautiful, beautiful Billy the Butte. <laughs> um, so pretty. The first thing I wrote down, on my, and I mentioned this on the Facebook page too, I was laughing so hard when Moira last week was saying that. I know. <laughs> about his, his hair, and he must use a lot of product in there. And I was cracking up because my first... Uh, notes on here at all of anything was Billy's morning routine is more intricate than mine. (laughs) Exactly. I was thinking it's so interesting you say that Moira because I hadn't watched like um, or rewatched all of the this week's episodes at that point but I'd seen like the first five seconds and I knew it was him doing his his routine in the morning and I was like oh Moira just wait (laughs) you'll you'll find out. Yeah. Um we find out a lot about his backstory in this because we find out that he was left in Albany. Was it in a fire station? Yes, a firehouse. And he, and he grew up in the care home. Um, what did you guys think of the scene where he went to visit this woman that we, I mean, I don't know about you guys. As soon as he went there, I was like, oh, that's his mom. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, my note was, oh, I take it he does not have a good relationship with his mother. <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, I think we were sort of meant to gasp at the end of the scene when it was like, by yeah. mom and it was like oh, what but it was kind of obvious it, um, it was my note for that was super creepy relationship with his mom any question yeah. about whether or not he was evil is gone at this point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much it's oh it's yeah that is such a creepy scene where it's like um he's talking about 
about Frank and like saying he can be honest and everything. And, and then he pulls the covers back and he just sees that she's like completely restrained and tied to the bed. And then he just drugs, like, how is he getting away with like drugging her himself? And it seemed like the drugs were just on the side. Like why would, if she's in an asylum, why would they have any sort of drugs around her? And is he, like, paying the nurses off? Because he seemed like he, he was on good terms with the nurses and, like, acting yeah. to them like he genuinely cares about her. But, like, before he leaves, he just kind of roughly throws the sheets back over her. Yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. you think when the nurses come in, they'd be like, oh, that's weird. You know what I mean? They probably just and assume she kicked it off or something. She can't kick it off. She's in restraints. I thought her arms were, but I couldn't tell if her legs No, her legs were as well. She was, like, completely tied to the bed. Uh-huh. So know. the only person who could have taken them off was him. That's why I thought it was weird, because I don't know. I don't know. I I thought it was weird that there was anything on the side. It wasn't like it didn't seem like he brought the drugs with him to drug her up. No. They were like mm-hmm. right there. So something weird is going on in that place. Yeah. I but, don't I don't think it's a reputable establishment. <laughs> <laughs> they should lose their license. Yeah. The um, later on, it made me wonder when he was talking to to Dina about his childhood and that he was left at the firehouse. Um, uh, so I was assuming if you get left at the firehouse, you're usually pretty young, like a baby or maybe a toddler at most. Um, it's not likely that you're going to drop your teenager off at the firehouse. Um, but it made me wonder, like, how old was he when he looked her up, and how long has she been there? Yeah. And just the way she's looking at him as well. It's yeah. How long has he been visiting her? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And he obviously lies to Dina about um, ever looking up his mum because she asks him about it. Yeah. But he does. Yeah. He, what's this story he says about when he was growing up and uh, so he was like this guy or... was going to molest him? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So he was like ten or eleven when that happened, and so he basically tried to fight the guy off and. The guy attacked him because that's what the worst scars that he has has are. Yeah, he broke his um broke arm his and his rotator his rotator cuff. Yeah, rotator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's horrible. Well, but you know what? Other people, day, but... other people have bad childhoods, Billy, and they don't turn into psychopaths. Nope. <laughs> Actually, Karen same. had a line like that later. I had a quote yep. from her about that. To, to Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. So awful things happen to people every day. They don't work together. The bit where Billy kills Sam was so vicious because obviously I was thinking, Sam, don't get that close to him. Because obviously we know Billy's got his little secret knife in his sleeve. Um, I don't know if you guys saw uh, last week I posted the video that Ben Barnes had put on Twitter of his costume fitting. I didn't get to watch it yet, though, but yeah. Uh, it's, it's really quick. It's just him in, in in a suit, and then he's like in his suit, and then he like flicks out the little knife um, from his sleeve. Um, but that oh, it's so vicious the way he stabbed him. It was just I don't know what it is, but like Multiple when you have times. someone and they they stab someone so viciously with like a little knife, like over and over again. I just find it so much more disturbing than if someone's like stabbed once. I don't know why. It just really freaks me out. He really read sure something. He was dead. Yeah, it's just—it's horrible. He stabs yeah. him in the throat. I guess so he can't say anything, and look. and then he goes and washes Madani, and it's just creepy as anything. Yes, so oh, creepy. 
Now, did you notice, um, since we're back to the uh, the bad guys running around and, and that um, just before that, they were calling each other by each other's names. Yeah, at one yeah. point I, I thought that one of them called him Billy, but I don't think he did. No, no, no one called him by his name, and he shot the one guy that was um, had was like partially injured. He shot him in the head, so he wouldn't tell who it was. Mm-hmm. But um, before that, all the not him, but all the other bad guys were all calling each other by name, and yeah. I was like, is that the stupidest thing to do? I mean, I thought that would be yeah. the like, first thing they teach you in covert ops. School is don't call each other by each other's name. <laughs> well, we have to ask Rollins because he teaches covert ops school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, but I, they yeah, were like, he's the uh, he's the head of yeah. They said like Rollins, he's the ke- the head of covert operations, and I was thinking you might say he's the head of covert oh, affairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Characters <I know>. welcome. <laughs> I mean, my no argue though. Is, though like. When they're standing behind the like the one pillar, and like Billy just pushes the one guy out to get shot. Yeah. <laughs> I know he like, was totally the dick. worst boss ever. <laughs> he was, yeah. I mean, he. Oh. I wasn't really surprised at that point that uh, he was <laughs> he was willing to sacrifice them, but yeah, he was just like pushing them in the way, or or one of them was like trying to crawl down the stairs. He shoots them in the head. I mean, he is definitely not. The best boss ever. Yeah. No. He's not going to be getting the best boss ever mug. Not at, at the no. Christmas party. Because <laughs> no one's still alive to give it to him. And your Christmas party. Oh, that would be hilarious. Oh, dear. So you agree with me on uh, Covert Affairs, Elizabeth? <laughs> uh, I Yes, I did like Covert Affairs because Augie was my favorite. The whole actually, mm. I used to fast forward through all the rest of the shows and just watch the Augie scenes. When it it got was hilarious just seeing how many how many excuses they could come up with to have Chris Gorham take his shirt off in that show. <laughs> I know, which is funny. He has an awful lot of muscles for a skinny guy. Really does. Well, you see them in Ugly Betty as well, oh, whenever, yeah. like, you know, yes. it's kind of like, whoa, Henry. That was, <laughs> yeah, because I had seen him in a couple of things before that, but he was a little bit younger. And so in Ugly Betty, like, the first time he took his shirt off, I was like, whoa, okay, that was unexpected. I was, <laughs> unexpected. I was like, where'd all those muscles come from? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, uh, anyway, that's our weekly mention of COVID affairs. Yes. <laughs> um, anything else with Billy? Oh, uh, I think that's it, really. How does he end up by the end of the second episode? I can't even remember. Oh, he's going to work for Senator, the Senator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Senator Ori. Um, Ironically, working for the senator who doesn't like guns, so that he can yeah that, use that guns. senator's a dick. He's like, oh yeah. I mean, if you have to take him out using guns, I mean that's fine. But I'm just worried about how it will look because I'm anti-guns. It's like, ugh. yeah, yeah. But I like the fact that Billy's like, um, oh okay, hey guys that work for me, uh, look after him. Uh, I'm going back to the office to be safe or whatever. He's just like, bye. You know, and he's just lost all these other guys as well. Yeah. And I, I uh, think, like, he he really tries to work Madani to make sure she's going to try and get back out on that horse because she's the one who's really doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think he wants to use her. Now that he knows, like, what her game is, I think he wants to be able to use her to get to Frank as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, says, he says to Roland, she's a... She's a means, means to an to end, end or something. 
Yeah. Yeah. Also, how many times did Billy meet up with people on the docks in this episode? Mm. I want there to be a supercut of all the docks meetings in these shows. (laughs) So many. Yeah. There was a uh, there was a quote that I had from Billy too that I mean it doesn't have to wait till the quote area but when he was talking about um, uh, maybe Stein screwed up I mean how do you manage to get himself stabbed oh, when he was the one with the guns yeah and I was just like well how does she know the other guy didn't have a gun oh I mean, yeah okay he got stabbed to death but but I was just like oh so cold that he would say that kind of thing yeah also I like that he mentions that because it kind of ties in with what. Frank said to Zach in terms of a knife, you know, and he said, yeah. even if you had a gun pointed at me, I'd still favor my chances when I have a knife. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously then Billy's kind of saying the same thing. I liked that little bit of kind of continuity. I thought that was cool. Um, uh, also on a uh, hair watch, I spoke about Frank's hair watch earlier. I will say with Billy's hair watch, I like it. But I don't like this whole hair thing where it's really long and slicked back because then you start having the product go and a bit of sweat in it and it goes all floppy and you look like you're in a boy band, Billy. Just saying. Just cut the hair a bit shorter. Maybe he wants to be in a boy band. Maybe this is the break he's always been needing. (laughs) Oh. I don't like the grease back look. I think it looks too uh, I don't like it. It's it's come back. It's very popular now, so... Mm. Anyway, anyway, we have we've like gone really far over, so we should kind of yeah. wrap things up. Yes, so you guys can go to bed as well. <laughs> uh, I've just looked at the time. I'm like, whoa. Uh, anyway, so that's our roundup of the characters. Do you guys want some Easter eggs? Even though there's not that many. Sure. Um. Okay. So this one is. I'm kind of kind of be vague about it, but with Madani talking about scars with Billy. Um, it's kind of some foreshadowing there. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Elizabeth knows what I mean. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, no when I did watch the episode, I did. I was uh, entertained by that line, which I didn't catch the first time through, obviously. Yeah. Um, also, one of the things that wasn't listed as an Easter egg, but I kind of think sort of is a homage, is the opening of that first episode with Billy doing his makeup routine. And his beauty routine and everything is very American Psycho with Patrick Bateman. Um, you know, the guy really obsessing over his appearance, but being this guy that's outwardly very charming, but there's just nothing behind the eyes, you know, just reminded me completely of Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Um, then other Easter eggs. So Senator Stan Ori appeared in uh, the comics. So he's from the comics. He appeared in the same story that revealed Frank's uh, real name as Castiglione. Uh, the story was called The Sicilian Saga, and it appeared in Punisher War Journal number 25 to 27 in 1991. Was he a good um, guy or a bad guy? I don't know. I've, I haven't read that that one. Um, so I have no idea. Um, Den of Geek didn't say. That's where I get our Easter eggs from as well. Uh, and then the last one I found was that um, on the news, they say that Frank killed 37 people. Um, and then Frank <laughs> says, that's the ones they know about. Sorry if that's anyone's quote. Um, but it, it was, was noted. <laughs> sorry. It was noted that that is the same number of people that the Zodiac killer claimed to have killed, even though he's only known, I think, to have killed five or six. But he claimed to kill 37. So that might be like a little Easter egg for that as well. And that was your post-Christmas chocolate Easter eggs, guys. Nice. Nom, nom, nom. Well, thank you. Uh, now it's time, speaking of quotes, for quotes. And Elizabeth, you can go first. 
Oh, wait, hold on. I have to see if there's any left. <laughs> okay. Well, there's have- uh, Frank and Micro both saying, when you know, you know. Been talking about oh, that. that was so cute. Yes. Did you know Tammy with Dan? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know now? Uh, I guess. I mean, you know, it's been a while, so I guess. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> it's been a long time, so yeah. <laughs> My husband claimed he knew for me. It took me a lot longer to figure Aww. it out. <laughs> I knew the first time I saw uh, a scraggly little Scottish actor <laughs> in uh, something a long time ago, <laughs> whose name was David Tennant, aka <laughs> <laughs> my imaginary husband. Um, I have one which isn't actually a quote, but I like the fact that Sam... Cool. Referred to Billy at one point as his prettiness. That really made me laugh. Oh yeah, I had a his note prettiness. about that. Where uh, Sam calls Dinah on her interest in pretty men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then everyone's Billy, calling him pretty. And then, and then when Billy kills him, he said, "Who's pretty now?" Oh yeah, I had that quote as well. That was great. <laughs> oh yeah. He's just—he's not such a pretty person. He really isn't. Uh, um, I've got a Frank quote, of course. Uh, Never into hip-hop, but Wu-Tang's that next-level shit. Yeah! I knew you'd have that one. (laughs) Yeah, that was not going to be my quote. No! (laughs) (laughs) I have one which is, uh, I think it's, I think it's Frank. It was Frank and Micro, but this was when I was like, this is a very homoerotic scene. It's when Micro's wiggling his butt. Uh, Frank and then Frank's like what are you painting me with the arse brush for I actually did a double take I was like is that what he just said He's like, what are you painting me with the ass brush for I was like what anyway I don't remember catching that line <laughs> yeah. yep and I do like as well <coughs> I'm sorry I do like as well that Micro tells Frank you have nothing but a war inside you yeah I was like yep I really like that that's one. true I had that one Elizabeth. Um, I I have one of uh, Frank when he and Micro are on the top of the building um, looking at, like watching Dina <laughs> while peeing in bottles. Uh, tell you she's either dirty or the woman is a shit magnet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that as well. Um, I don't think I've got any more. I think that was it, really. Oh, I had oh, the... I have, um... a, I have one more. Oh, go on. Uh, no, I will uh, Ellison... God, I don't know if I'm horrified or excited. Maybe a little bit of both. Guess that makes me half of a terrible person. <laughs> um, I love Ellison. He's great. Me too. Uh, I've got Billy. Uh, I make my living out of violence. They'll do their best to subdue him in a humane manner. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you do, you shit bag. God, I hate him. <laughs> He's so gross. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he is. Such a creep. Oh, I also um, like when Frank tells Micro when Micro's like going off about Rollins and how excited he is he found him. He goes, you got a crush on the guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's going on about him for ages. Yeah, so funny. Oh, these guys. So... <laughs> those, oh, those guys. Oh, those guys. Right. Well, now it's time to rate this episode. Um, so, uh, Elizabeth, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, so episode eight, I gave it, well, I don't have a funny thing to put with it, though. I just, I gave it a number, but I didn't actually give it a, a reading. Yeah, so, okay. uh, uh, seven out of ten annoying little boys. <laughs> <laughs> annoying little Zachs. 
Yes. Uh, what about episode nine? Uh, let's see. Uh, eight out of ten. Um, how about eight out of ten uh, journalists who are actually following the rules? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish it was as many as eight out of ten in real life. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yes, cough, phone hacking scandal, cough. <laughs> um, Tammy Tams. All right. Uh, the first episode I liked uh, better than the second one. I liked the. Um, I actually like seeing the micro and Frank stuff, even though Frank kissed Sarah. But I like how they dealt with it. Like, <laughs> there's such. It, there's a budding bromance there, and it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I liked all that stuff and it was, look, it's my victory episode. So, <laughs> so I'm giving this episode eight and a half out of 10 dead Sams. <laughs> Justified, oh, I know. Justified. I know. And then the second episode, it was too much Lewis for me. <laughs> so, um, like ugh, this whole thing with the bombs and I guess we had to get to the point where Frank, like, it was shown that he was alive, but God, this was like the longest, most roundabout way to do it. And we had to use Lewis to do it. And it just was painful. So, uh, I give the second episode seven and a half out of 10 leg beatings. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nice. Um, I, yeah, I agree with you, Tammy. I preferred the first episode. I think it's cause I liked all the stuff with Madani and Russo and Sam and I liked the Frank and Micro stuff. And in the second episode, I loved the Curtis stuff, but yeah. I really didn't like the Lewis stuff. Um, I, I just thought the first episode was more interesting. Uh, so I'm going to give that first episode... Oh, I'm going to give it 8.5 as well out of 10 cravings for Vietnamese food. <laughs> and I'm going to give the second episode... Um, I, d I still liked it. I just didn't like it as as much. Um, the Lewis stuff does kind of bum me out, but I like the stuff with Curtis. So I'm going to give it... I'm giving it the same rating, basically, as you, tell me. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, Karen, not as annoying as in other episodes. <laughs> yeah, see, she's the reason why I liked the second one better than the first one. <laughs> um, sweet. So now it would be time for feedback, but we have no feedback again, guys. Guys, where have you all gone? Have you forgotten about us in your Christmas cheer or something? Well, you know, next week, New Year, it's a new chance for you to send us your thoughts. Having too much um, fun putting random comments in the Facebook page. Yeah, that's cool. No, yeah, I mean, listeners as well, join our Facebook page, leave comments there. It's all good. You can tweet us. You can do all sorts um if there is a response on twitter from the podcast it's going to be me uh i'm the only one that goes on the twitter so uh yeah although obviously you can say hi to tammy on there as well and i'll pass it on <laughs> <laughs> um and uh yeah so we should talk about what's going to happen next week next week we are going to be talking about episode 10 virtue of the vicious and uh the description for that is 
Um, obviously, there's not a lot of spoilers. Um, an attack on a high-profile politician is examined and re-examined through different perspectives, oh. and Madani faces a painful truth. Oh, uh, it's a Rashomon episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, they actually say on Den of Geek. This isn't spoilery. They say. This episode's whole Rashomon thing is tiresome, and when people complain that all these Marvel Netflix shows should only be nine or ten episodes, let this be Exhibit A in favour of exactly that. So just to warn you, Tammy. Great. Yeah. And then episode. That much. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember hating it. Um, I mean, I, I agree. I think they should be about ten episodes. The series. I think they'd be stronger. Except for um, ten. It should be one hundred episodes. It should be an episode every week. <laughs> Of course. And so should Jessica Jones. <laughs> all of them. Uh, yeah, just I just have them all the time. Actually, no, we need them to be short because then me and Tammy get breaks. <laughs> and it's yes, <laughs> yeah, so we can do stuff like talk about X-Files. <laughs> Sorry, Tammy. Calabici Fashion Cast. And, and Calabici Fashion Cast. Um, so we are also covering episode 11 next week, week, which is called Danger Close. And description is... As danger knocks on Sarah's door, Frank takes his quest for vengeance to the next level with some help from an unexpected ally. Sadly, it's not one of the defenders, Tammy. I'm sorry. I'm going to spoil you. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, I just thought about this. How does Sarah not recognize Frank? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm sure sure it'll be discussed. Sorry. I didn't (laughs) even think about it till his face is now plastered everywhere. (laughs) Well, maybe it, she was uh, still in mourning over yeah, her husband's yeah, death maybe. when all the other stuff went down. So, because okay. it's been a little while. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I'll, maybe I'm she doesn't gonna, read I'm the not bulletin. Gonna push that. Like, out of issues I've had with the show, I won't push that one. But <laughs> I just hadn't really <laughs> thought about it. So, anyway. <laughs> true. You think? Yeah, I mean, she might recognize him when he's like shaved his hair and everything. Yeah. Yeah. She's seen all levels of Frank's hair at this point. <laughs> she hasn't seen perfection Frank oh, hair, which okay. I think I is going wait. to be in the I next two weeks. Maybe, well, that, maybe that's when she recognizes him. <laughs> well, be be calm, Tammy. It's not going to blow you away. It's just the point in the series where I was like, and that's where Frank's hair should stop growing. Okay. I like it like that. It looks good. Right. Well, she didn't see super shaggy <laughs> Frank, did she? I thought yeah, she did. No, no, no. She saw because then. Because then he went back later and she went, oh, you look different. And then he was like, oh, yeah, people said I look like a hipster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Even though he didn't. <laughs> I, I got him. Maybe he had shaved his, his, uh, all that off to get away from micro first. I got that mixed up. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that, well, that's going to be next week. Elizabeth, thank you for being Elizabeth, our guest. Thank you. Thank you. You're quite welcome. And where can people find you on the internet if they want to follow anything you do? I'm generally just writing random comments on, on <laughs> page. <laughs> no, that's cool. And you're um, going to be back for Jessica Jones season two, yeah? Uh, yeah, if you'll have me, definitely. Yay, definitely. Add me to the list. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm hopefully going to start scheduling um, it relatively soon in the next couple of weeks i'll uh, put a shout out for people who want to be on it and um then we'll sort of have a little plan of how we're going to do it tammy all righty cool. okay we'll definitely include me on that list so awesome uh do you want to take us out with an excelsior sure 
Excelsior! Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported international license. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!